Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park No, but what we did learn was that Aaron does not find me attractive. And <laughs> I guess I'm just going to have to find a way to get over I that. didn't say that. There's mm-hmm. a difference between finding someone attractive and, <laughs> and desiring a sexual experience with them. Those are two different things. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Still here. We write for Cinema Sins, Television Sins, and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Uh, I just called it Television Sins. That is not what it is. <laughs> it is I thought there was like a memo I missed. <laughs> yes. We're going with with uh, unwieldy titles, we've decided, for our branding. Television Sins. Uh, yeah, TV Sins. Cinematic Sins. <laughs> We're going with uh, cathode, uh, whatever, it is, <laughs> cathode ray sins. Uh, no, it is TV Sins. There's been a lot of response from last week. Danae. Yeah. Um, Danae, last week, if you missed the show, requested porn in her DMs. Uh, so That's not true. <laughs> at all. Stories. I mean, it's kind of true. <laughs> no, it isn't. There's a difference between saying, hey, if you've experienced watching group porn, I'm curious about that right. experience, right. versus send me porn. <laughs> I did not say that. that that's fair. Thank fair you. point. Fair point. Thank you. But you did get some responses. I did. So Mature responses. Yes, which was really grateful for. There was two things that could have happened from last week that were a little bit like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen when the show goes yeah. out. One was our conversation about fears, mm-hmm. which people were have messaged me about their own fears. There was a great discussion in Discord and a general sense of protecting each other from like, let's not like share gifts that scare each other i actually yeah. saw some uh gifs sorry go up uh on discord and then people took them down once they realized that somebody had a phobia oh that's really so those, cool yeah that was also like, thanks for saying gifs those sorry. weirdos over on the sin cast keep saying gif i go back and forth i try to just cover the gamut <laughs> is um, it gif it is gif yeah I, it's gif i meant to say gif i think it was like last week or the week before and i said gif and when i listened <laughs> back i was like dang it i did that wrong yeah um but the other and probably Everyone's most curious about. I did get four messages from people that were willing to talk about their group porn watching experiences. Four. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I think we came away. Did you sounding... get an invite? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. No. no. Good. Total. Total mature conversation. I think we came away from the discussion last week almost sounding like we were shocked it would ever happen. But I feel like we said no. We get that it happens. Well, like, there was one female and, and three males that messaged me. And so, you know, I, I doesn't surprise me necessarily that people have these stories, um, but I am curious to hear, like, if, if you feel like you can share yeah. or it even makes sense to share. I don't even know. Um, one played uh, video games while his college buddies watched. College is the thing. 
um, one, the, the only one where it was kind of like, the conversation was interesting if I kind of get, I'm reading between the lines because I didn't ask for specifics because I thought that'd be really weird, you know, yeah. and I also don't want that, but right. it was more like, hey, I just wanted to respond, you know. I went over and, and took a, some couples photos and then we decided to watch something together and it turned into something else. So that was that experience. Oh, that was so uh, that was like an actual sexual experience, yeah. not just, yeah. Um, well, that makes more sense, too. Yeah, they all make sense when you yeah. think about it. The other was... You know what a, your tip off for that happening is if there's a if there's an empty fishbowl with no fish in it, it's like <laughs> when you walk into the house and there's keys in it... That's that's the sign. You that's just turn sign. around. That's the sign. You're done. Um, the other one was, again, a college one. This one was uh, with the female and guys. They were all just a group of friends. And they sort of did it as sort of a ha-ha-ha kind of a thing. Right. And then whenever the experience flipped over into a uh-oh kind of a thing, yeah. everyone dispersed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the last one I found probably to be the most fascinating and not in a creepy way. So, again, completely mature conversation. Um, somebody opened up about watching it with the, their teenage buddies so he was like 13 years old mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was the kid that had super high speed internet and another so his buddies would like bring a usb that had like pornography on there and he was like so they would all kind of get together as a group of teenagers and watch and they sort of had like a bro code thing going on where they just didn't make eye contact with each other they had their own like little cones of silence in their own space <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, not to get too serious about this, but it is a sexual experience. If you're watching sexually explicit material, you are having a sexual experience with someone, you know, and And so defining those those boundaries or those lines is. But but see, none of that is what we saw in Family Guy. And so (laughs) in my head, I'm like, yeah, all of these make sense for real life, you know, kids figuring out their sexuality or college being goofy or or whatever or purposeful sexual experience those things make sense to me the family guy moment doesn't make any sense to me yeah well it's the age too right because i mean i'm at that age i'm in my early 40s most of my friends are in their early 40s or late 30s like that is the last thing in the world i think we would do yeah that just that that doesn't make sense i I just listen i i i I love you jonathan but i i don't you know need to have a sexual experience with you you know what i mean like you know it's just it's it would be so weird i just don't well and to be fair like i mean i'm not a prude by any means but i mean i don't i don't watch porn by myself either i mean i just don't watch it but right um but there are um, some shows like some HBO material or oh, even yeah, Netflix material. Yeah, I guess that, I'm like, talking about like more hardcore pornography. But yes, I know, I know. But there is sort of like sexual a, shows. Yeah. Exactly. And you do watch those with people. In fact, you guys recommend them sometimes that have yeah, yeah, these that's moments. True. That's true. And so if you watch them with people, there are those times. I mean, I've experienced it watching like a movie on TV with my parents and not knowing that there was a sex scene coming up. And then it's just like, uh, hope this isn't weird for anybody. I understand the porn is different. I'm just saying that, you know, we as people do have community experiences watching things where we're going to have reactions. And mm-hmm. if you're watching something that is sexual, like specifically designed to, you know, invite you to think about sex or whatever, just specifically that and then not mm-hmm. have like a storyline to it, you know, that, that to me is, I understand it. I get it. I didn't experience that personally, but the conversations I had with the people um, after last week's show were like, they totally made sense to me. It was normal. None of it was traumatizing, at least that they chose to you know share with me. Sure. So I don't know. Just kind of like, it's one of those things where this is going to sound so weird, but it's one of those things where I really respect our 
listeners and our fans and the people who are talking because those was that was two conversations that are really vulnerable fears and also sex mm-hmm. and everyone's response was to be grown up about it mature really, about it yeah really mature about it so I, I think there is something else that needs to be said and i may just cut this out but there there is a way that this what is it called there's a term for it but sexual predators use pornography to get their prey where they want them uh, grooming you know there is oh, an yeah. aspect of grooming that is you know watching pornography mm-hmm. together that kind of thing so if you know if someone is in a situation where an adult and they are a teenager or you know under eight let's just even just say under 18 and they are showing something, this is a dangerous negative situation. And I think it's important at least to recognize that there are dangerous negative situations. Oh, I think that's a good thing to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, I because think that, grooming I think is sh- a real thing. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that's really true. And I know that our audience ranges in age, obviously. So yeah, yeah if you're if you're still a young, maturing person and there's an adult that's showing you sexual material, that is something that you need to talk to somebody else about. Well, and honestly, there's a, obviously a much deeper conversation about pornography in general that we could have, but that is not this podcast. Uh, not so. today. <laughs> or no, maybe but what it we will did be. learn was that Aaron does not find me attractive. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to have to find a way to get over that. I didn't say that. There's mm-hmm. a difference between finding someone attractive and, <laughs> and desiring a sexual experience with them. Those are two different things. Oh. Uh, Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Well, that's a fun way to start the show. Yeah. You guys ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right. Let's do this uh, inside sure. scoop. What's he building in there? Uh, Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. All right. We're going to take a look at uh, the videos from the week. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, stuff themselves and also the process of sending it. We'll start on Monday with <laughs> South Park. <laughs> Is that the South Park theme? I don't think so. It was so. close. I, I couldn't remember where it went. Yeah, that sounded like it. Yeah. I got to get my own. No, it was hey good. <laughs> You're Are, a, is that Les Claypool? Is that? I don't even know. It's a guy from Primus. Yeah. Wow, good pull. Danae, do you watch South Park? No. <laughs> do you see? I, I, I've never watched it consistently. I've seen, a, I've seen quite a few episodes. Like I've seen a lot of the, like I guess, the big episodes. I, I've seen maybe five episodes my entire mm-hmm. life, and I did watch the movie when it came out. So, mm-hmm. but I, South, I genuinely love the movie. South Park, to me, um, because I was raised in a kind of more religious home, mm-hmm. this show confused me because there were so many, like, Jesus references. Yeah, the and show stuff. is not afraid to talk about religion, however, it wants to talk about it. I think, I think I remember him maybe being in like a WWE scenario mm-hmm. where he was sure. like wrestling something. Yeah, Satan and Jesus yeah. are characters in the show. And I just and, remember yeah. feeling that conflict of like, am I supposed to find this funny or is this supposed to offend me as a Christian? <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I didn't really ever get super, super into it, but, you know, obviously the running gags with, oh my God, he killed Kenny or whatever, mm, yeah. would just like make their way into friends' conversations and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm probably pretty similar to that. I've, I've maybe seen more than six episodes, um, but I, I haven't watched it consistently. My thing with South Park is Matt and Trey are geniuses. Those dudes are so smart. Um, the 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 way they play off of just kind of social norms and you know they're just the the meta aspect of a lot of the stuff i just think they're really brilliant and i think the south park movie as you mentioned jonathan uh mm-hmm. proves it more than anything else that movie is really funny and it's funny because of how clever it is and how smart well, it is it's more naked it's more raw because they right. weren't limited 
I I feel bad that none of us are like big fans, you know, because it but obviously has not, a huge fan base. Doesn't matter. Like you yeah. don't have to be a fan of something. I mean, rewatching the like the sins video yeah. was just sort of an interesting thing. I I I don't remember. I don't remember realizing that it was paper when it first came out. Mm, which totally yeah. totally makes sense when you're watching it, but I didn't realize that. And there was this moment, like one of the sins was seeing the animator's hand. Yes, that was so cool. <laughs> Yeah. Like, obviously, that's a on-the-nose sin, and we love finding those, but that was also really cool to kind of see, like, oh, my gosh, that's them putting but it I together. I genuinely, and, I, and I, I'm the one that wrote that sin, but I genuinely wonder why, like, somebody certainly noticed, they go frame by frame with this stuff. Somebody noticed that. Uh, you wouldn't mm-hmm. miss a frame in this type of animation. They had to purposefully leave that in, right? Like, I, I mean, it could have been an accident, and then they thought it was funny. Right. That's what I'm thinking. It yeah. must have been. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool as well. Yeah. What else in the video did you guys like? Um, I just liked, I, I'll be honest, the main thing I liked about it was that we, it, it worked. Because I know this is a really popular show and this is a really big show, but this is the kind of humor where I wasn't sure how how we were going to be able to send it. Yeah. But I think it worked really well. And I definitely think this is a well we can go back to. Like, I think we can actually tackle some of the. Uh, other episodes down the road which is nice to know because i know this is something that people like yeah i feel like in some ways uh our audience is is becoming more and more understanding and aware of the fact that we're not trying to be a movie or tv review like you know we really aren't trying to say this is good or bad based on these things now if you can interpret whether we think something's Mm -hmm. good or bad by what we say you know that's certainly possible but you know that's not our point and so i think because of that we're able to do more stuff like this where it's like we're just having a good time and we're making valid points and we're making jokes and we're doing both, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I think people are, are able to have fun with that. And I think you see that in this South Park videos. It's just it's yeah. just a lot of fun. Well, uh, like what you were kind of talking about last week, where even though something might be purposeful, you can still send that. Right. And like yeah. the animation, for instance, you know, we we have that sin about. We understand that everybody's accepted this animation, but it doesn't make it any less shitty. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so you, like, you can still send stuff like that um, and still make it you're aware of what's going on. I love that uh, that we named the Sin Counter Sinny. <gasps> I know that oh, happened. Oh, the Sin Counter thing was great, which was all Aaron, I think. Or, I mean, it, it came out of my be. brain. It yeah. has to be because you talked about it even the last well you talked about it last week and then you've mentioned it before that you want Cindy to become alive yeah Cindy is a, a character in yeah. your mind in my mind uh, and, well, and, and I, this forgo- is like- I forgot what you said when we started talking about south park did you write on this one janae no okay i said i just i couldn't remember no so that's why i said i would yeah it was definitely aaron then because if it was just me and him i know i didn't write <laughs> it's, it's kind of like I mean, when the room really stupid right there i think that was Aaron. it's kind of like when the room starts smelling a little foul and there's only two people in it and you know it wasn't you <laughs> it's like i will say though i forget i forget sometimes which of us wrote something oh I mean, for sure something like that is a little more clear but like if it's just and, and we also combine stuff so yeah. yeah i i was really excited to see that because i know you've talked about it and i'm like oh my gosh this is aaron's he's actually making a push to make this thing come to life yeah and his first thing he's gonna do is kill it <laughs> by fire <laughs> so that was sort of neat something else that stood out to me was the uh 
Maslow's hierarchy of lols? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Was that based we, on our conversation that we had here on the podcast? I don't, I mean, no, but oh, what, okay. what was that conversation? Maybe it was subconsciously. Oh, that no, was when Chris was on. It was when Chris was here. Oh. Because it was in another, uh, yeah. it was in another video. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's so funny. Cause I was like, I wonder if that was like an inspiration of the conversation, but obviously you didn't even listen to the show that I did. No. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I did listen. I, really I just don't, don't remember, remember that. Which video it was? That's terrible. But yeah, it was. It was. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Okay. I did see that video. So maybe it was subconscious. There's a Maslow reference in that video. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that joke? Do you uh, remember? Uh, it, it was. I think like where the teenager was more worried about going to the mall to meet up it with was. her boyfriend than yes. surviving the backyard. Yes. So the the hierarchy of needs. And right. So Chris referenced it. And, and I had brought it up in the show because I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. And so I did some research with the whole trying or the pyramid yeah. of needs. I had never been exposed to that before. So it was kind of a neat oh, conversation. Nice. Apparently, he studied it when he was in school. I, I, I really love that we don't write down uh, to the lowest common denominator. I mean, in some ways we do. But I mean, as far as like we will use words or concepts or phrases that maybe aren't you know as well known uh, there was a comment in one of the videos this week and i apologize apologize if i'm stealing somebody's you know comment section that was like since we only get <laughs> two or one right but there was a comment about the words tumescence in pejorative were in uh, in the uh, london has fallen video and the the comment was basically just like you know uh, I learned the words tumescence and pejorative this week. Thanks, CinemaSense. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is like working with Aaron Dicer. How many times have I put my finger and said, "Hold on a second, I got to uh-huh. go research that word you just said." I love words. It's I just awesome. love it's and great. I love that there are words that specifically mean something. You know what I mean? It's it's just yeah. Sometimes we think words are just interchangeable, but they have these little different nuances of meaning. And yet, so. at the same time, we watch the the joke about uh, barf nanny. And we know that had to be a you thing. She walks right through the barf puddle. She and that says, was one of those Ew. two where, and Danae and I worked on a script this weekend. I know I, I, I put this in as a comment because it's like I'm always really happy. Like there's there's like there will usually be a moment where like you try to write a send for it. You, just, you know there's need, something needs to be written. Yeah. But you just can't, for whatever reason, get something out that, that works. Oh, for sure. And you're yeah. so happy when the other person has written something. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And, and the- barf nanigans was it? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I mean, that scene needs to be sin, but I just couldn't think of anything. And um, and then Aaron wrote that, so it was perfect. I and and I love the way we're not precious about our own stuff, and mm-hmm. the way that we will. I mean, even without asking, just rewrite each other's stuff if we're doing a combine and that kind of thing. You know, just to you know, I've had Barrett improve my jokes so many times, and it's just one of those beautiful things where I love that collaboration. And mm-hmm. that there's there's a there's an egolessness to it in the crew where it's just like you know hey the best joke is the goal right you know and so we just kind of help each other out I, I think that's great stuff so it's lots of fun uh, anything else on South Park just comments so uh, okay I'll wait. we'll save those for later uh, all right let's move on to London is fallen since I just finished, uh, mentioned it this was an yeah. Atkinson Dicer joint uh, oh, this is one down. this is well that's where the title comes from. Falling 
London has fallen. Yeah. See? I'm, I'm really excited to hear about how wrong about this movie you are. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those occasions where uh, I went into a movie just thinking it was a bad movie and came out thinking it was one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, and I enjoy the ever-living <laughs> shit out of it. Uh, I, I really liked the first one. I think Olympus has fallen. Oh, the is, first one is so much better. Is, like, well, it's like crazy mayhem and, you know, it just you can't believe everything that's happening before your eyes. Well, the uh, first, yeah, the first one, it's like within, like, because Olympus has fallen and within like 20 minutes, there's just dead bodies on the White House lawn. Yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater and just, because, I mean, and at the time, like, this was around the time where PG-13 had really become the norm. Right. So it was really weird even seeing an R-rated action movie, and you weren't even really thinking about it. But then, like, something like that happens. You're just like, whoa, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. It was, know, this isn't Captain America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I just remember coming out of the second one just being like, well, that was not you know, as fun. And then watching it in detail, you just become so vividly aware of how much of a cash grab it is and how little thought they put into so much of it. Uh, you also become aware of how long it takes. Like you said, within seconds, there's bodies on the White House lawn mm -hmm. in the first one. This one takes 30 minutes before anything happens, before the mayhem even begins. And once once it does, it's so poorly edited that you can't even hardly tell what's going on. Or, you know, I, I just I, it's just one of those movies. I can't defend it. It know? was it's... a bunch of cack handed balderdash. <laughs> that's, hey, that's I'm going to talk about that in my uh, keeping tabs. <laughs> this is one of those movies like I remember like Jurassic World was another one of these movies where when I came out of it, I remember Chris and Barrett had seen it and. They hated it. And I remember going like, I cannot argue against anything you are saying that is wrong with this movie. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. <laughs> and it's the same thing with this. And I, and I don't, I don't, I, it's nowhere near as good as the first one. I'm not even going to go there. And it's not a very good movie, but I've watched it like a dozen times. Well, um, it's just I've, a very watchable movie for me. I've never seen it. And um, this is the type of movie that I immediately space out on because the mm -hmm. whole first part is all just, you know, the places and the people yes. and the countries and the oh this and the Oh, my goodness, the, the text on the screen in this movie, every mm -hmm. scene is a person's name or a place or a time. They put the time up occasionally in this movie for no reason whatsoever. Uh, ev <laughs> eventually, the time becomes a factor. Like hey, guys, if you like hearing Aaron <laughs> go off the rails, it's happening right now. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but you mentioned the stuff on the screen. It's just <laughs> yeah. annoying. Well, for me, like I had flashbacks to being in school where you just sort of like glaze over because you're not not interested in the content at yeah. all and you start daydreaming about walking over to the you know ground floor window and just opening it and split, mm -hmm. slipping out and going to your car and yes. just leaving school i've yeah. also decided that in all these action movies where you have a scene early on of a conference room um, yeah with a bunch of like leaders or whatever going over what's going on one of those people is in on it with the bad guy like every one of these and like i think in oh. this one it's pretty easy to figure out who it is oh i'm gonna rant again oh no because you talked about the the stupid mole which this movie just references every once in a while and then spends uh -huh. like three minutes at the end and we've barely even met this guy he's been on screen for like a total of seven minutes not he only looks he, like five other people in the movie and and yeah and not only has he only been 
been on screen like the seven minutes. The person who were supposed to be like, yay, you're catching him. They've only been on screen for a total of like six minutes. That whole last scene is just, oh. Hey, hey we're supposed to be talking about our favorite Sims here. So <laughs> right, I'm just going to, you guys, I'm you gonna Chris, it back I don't in. know which one of you did it. You guys nailed the thing about this that I thought was insane was that the whole idea is that you've got these 40 world leaders that are going to be in one place. Get them all in that building and just blow it up. <laughs> right? And I mean, I even when I saw the movie, I mean, I because I, I and, and that was, but that, I think that was part of the charm of it for me was that when they started doing all these elaborate things to get them to kill them before they got to the funeral, yeah, that's when I was like, I'm all in. I am 100 percent in this movie because <laughs> this movie <laughs> you, is insane. There are those movies though that even though you know they're not very good, there's just something. To, there's something charming about. There's something about them that just pulls you in. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's just one of these for me. We're so. we're all wrong about something. But, I get it. But I, yeah, that's true. We all are wrong about something. <laughs> Some of us like Downton Abbey. Yes, um, exactly. So one of I, my... I've never seen Downton Abbey. I have no opinion on that. But um, but yeah, I'm just glad you guys. I knew you guys would touch on that because it's hard to miss. But that is insane. Yeah, especially because uh, they have so much money and resource. They can basically do whatever they want. You know, and, you um, got one guy that loves the movie. You got one guy that hates the movie. You got one girl who just wants to talk about her favorite jokes <laughs> that were from the video. We'll talk okay. about your Go ahead, jokes. today. I Go just, ahead. I, I literally have five. Okay, that I'm like, know. these are so funny All to right. me. The Schwann's delivery guy. Oh my goodness, yeah. the comments blew up about this. Because- that is so funny because it's so specific. And my mom and dad subscribe to Schwann's. And uh-huh. so I'll pull up to their house <laughs> and there's the Schwann's there's that, truck. that little re- yellow truck. And he kind of comes out and he's got his little, you know, delivery. And then he has, oh, it's just great. And no, I'm with you. I had to stop the video. <laughs> I was laughing. It, that was so... So funny. Well, did you see the people from England are chiming in like, what, what? you don't know what an ambulance looks like? And it's like, <laughs> I, that, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, get it. I understand that oh, that's, that is so an ambulance funny. in England, but here in America, that <laughs> looks, that is truck. a Schwann's truck. <laughs> I also really love the, I can practically see notification for the computer's graphic design card <laughs> and the explosion. Oh, that man. was so good. Yeah, that's great. Um, the uh, Kermit the Frog excited, like riddled with <laughs> b- with bullets. That that that's like one of those things where you're watching somebody shiver and shake from mm-hmm. being riddled with bullets on a TV screen, and be- because I read what Jeremy's going to say before he says uh-huh. it, because I always read, I don't listen, I, I always read the yeah. The if there's subtitles, I read them. Oh my gosh! So then, I, then I, I rewatched it because it's just when you think about him being Kermit, it's just brilliant. <laughs> It, it totally I had, written, that. I had originally written an outtake of just showing him like moving around like that and then having the, the, Kermit, scream? the Kermit scream over yes! it, but decided to write it into the script instead. Oh, so. that's so funny. Yeah. Do you like Gerard Butler? Uh, sometimes. I think uh, Den of Thieves is underrated. Um, and I enjoy Which him one? and some other things. Den of Thieves. The one oh, Den of Thieves. No, Den of Thieves is 100% underrated. Yes. Yeah. But I like him sometimes. Yeah. When- I'm, I'm kind of the same boat. I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just. He, he's entertaining to me in these kind of movies. I don't want to watch him in a romantic comedy. Yeah. There was a moment where um, there was kind of a reference made, actually there's multiple times to the quote unquote hero, you know, like how he's, he just switches back and forth. Like he knows he's in a movie now or. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's afraid. Then he's not afraid. And right. I just didn't, 
I've never seen this movie, but I did not like it. I, I will never watch this movie. No, you will not like this movie from what I from what I have gathered from your taste. Yeah, I just I ne- I don't see myself ever enjoying it. But there was this one particular um, joke that was sort of on that same vein, but it was about him going over and getting the ammunition, and he makes a statement like he pulls out like some grenades and like a gun, and then he makes the statement like we have more ammunition than all of the army. Yeah, yeah. We don't need mm-hmm. anything else. And I don't know why, but I went into an internal rage because it reminds me of our president. That is oh, something our president yeah. would say where he's just like, so exaggerated, just so exaggerated. And, yeah. and I got boisterous. I, I, I literally felt like I was going to vomit. And I, 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 it was like a situation where I would rather maybe watch a shark movie or something <laughs> than think about our president. <laughs> no, there is an aspect of this movie that I found very interesting rewatching it back in, in the Trump context. Mm-hmm. No, this movie could easily be like called America. Yes, God. there is, the, especially this second one. Uh, yeah, it is, no, definitely the second one. Yeah, it, 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 there is something about it that is very just like yeah. boisterous and yeah, exaggerative. Like and anyway, I, but there is a part where Gerard Butler, who, when you think about this from outsider's perspective, it's hilarious because he's Scottish and he is beating this guy to a pulp. And the whole time he's giving this speech about how America's the best. As as he's being uber violent, yes. Yeah, yeah, as he's being uber violent. Because he's like, because he's like, because you know what the thing is? We're just going to keep on coming back or whatever it is he yeah. says. And I think that's the scene you guys showed. It is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody wrote that. I know. It, it's It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I continue to watch, like, because I was so soured by thinking about that. Yeah. Um, but then Condom with P-Flap came up, and I was happy again. <laughs> so. The fact that they had a skylight on the safe house. Like, this is just, <laughs> and I'm thinking about this, Why right? do you not love this and movie? And they, they called it a window. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm just like. Look I, out your window. When someone says, look out your window, what do you do? You look forward. You look to your left, your right. Yeah. This, this is, he looks straight up. And I'm just thinking about how silly that is, and I'm racking my brain for things that are just as stupid and silly. And and condom with a P flap came to my mind. And it's so funny. <laughs> See, the more you talk about this, the more I think you really like it, Aaron. I think you're understanding. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Jonas Brothers cool video. Uh, Barrett wrote the music video sins. Uh, I love the Jonas Brothers. Am I alone in this? I really like those guys. I like them a lot more now. I like that they're just they. It's almost like they just know who they are. Yeah, and no, they're very they're, they're very gonna, assured. They're going to give you that. Yeah, exactly. Today, I, we, I have no experience with them, I so wondered, I don't I, I don't know what they're going to give you. That means to, you know what I mean? Because I don't I, I just, can't even name a song that they sing. Yeah, but that's me. <laughs> uh, there's a song called Cool. There's this one called Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. Uh, Sucker was the most recent one, I think, before this that was pretty popular. They're just, I mean, they, they also just came back. Like this is their first album since they were kids. Yeah, because it seems like a very childish song. Pretty much, it was just a whole bunch of references yeah. to things, like yeah. referencing referencing like old actresses and referencing places. Oh no, Shakespeare, it's not for sure. Yeah, it's no. it's not deep and meaningful. No, and I and I. And I don't think this song's very good. Sucker was, and I don't think they're for me. But I just, I, I know what Aaron's saying. Like I just kind of like them. I guess, I guess, I kind of conflate them with. And this is funny considering. Hold the, on a second. Hold the, on. The, the, hold, uh, hold on, Aaron. Hold yes, on. I what, what, what happened? Conflate. Oh, please. <laughs> I don't know it. Combine two or more text ideas into one. Yes. Okay, go ahead. So I kind of conflate them with Hanson. 
Uh, and oh, interesting. Because weren't they in the in the next? It, that's yeah, what I was yeah. saying. So, which, you know, <laughs> yeah, they were Hanson. What are you talking about? You mean the factual <laughs> documentary? That's because um, they're Hanson reborn. And I think because of that, I give them more credit than they deserve. Because Hanson actually, those dudes are geniuses, and they never stopped making music. And so, I think I kind of conflate the two. And I have seen the Jonas Brothers. I watch a show called Songland, where it's about songwriters, and you know, and, you've mentioned it before. And Jonas Brothers did an episode. And I was really impressed by was their the musical talent. Went, there was just one word over and over again. No, oh, no, 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 that was Macklemore. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was Macklemore that did that one. Uh, but but I like their musical talent, and so yes, it's shallow. I get it, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, they sing well. I like mm-hmm. harmonies. I'm, I really dig harmonies in pop music, especially sibling harmonies. I think are so cool. Um, and so, so yeah. So I think I give them a little more benefit of the doubt than well, I probably and should. And also, I mean, if you consider all the boy bands that were around at that time, and even prior to them, like you'd look at somebody like the Backstreet Boys, who are still relevant, right. still tour, and still sell out arenas. I mean, there is something to that, even if it's not music you like. Oh yeah. They have always to have boy respect bands. because they're they're obviously they're 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 smart. They know how to market themselves, or somebody knows how to market them. And um, there have they, always been, and there will always be boy bands. It is yeah. like there is not a genre or era of music that doesn't have attractive teenage yeah. to young twenties, you know, boys singing harmony together and dancing on stage. And uh, it's just always interesting to see the ones I, I'm always more interested in them like 10 years later. Like, are they still, right. are they still doing something? And like you said, I mean, Hanson, obviously maybe they're not as relevant as far as they're not in the mainstream, but right. they've never stopped producing and writing. And yeah. And did they have plastic surgery to this become the Jonas brothers? No, I, no, I no. believe so because we watched a documentary. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I really love the when um, when we make note of the fact that everybody is facing away from the water and the yeah. beach. <laughs> I don't know for whatever reason that observation really killed me. Uh, I like and I like he brings up like Venice Beach or whatever too. Like yeah, yeah Venice Beach was weird. And the uh, the Brooklyn Nine Nine outtake at the end, yeah, uh, where they do the cool, 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 cool. That was just perfect. I mean, I say that to my my wife anytime. Like she tells, I'll be, I'll, that's how I always say cool to her. Now it gets it gets on her nerves so bad. But that I was think perfect. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine is going to be like the Office Friends of the next, you know, generation and like streaming and stuff. Because my boys are watching Brooklyn Nine Nine nonstop now. Like it's you know their favorite thing under the sun. So it's it's really good. I. I don't know why I quit watching it. I think it was just, it moved to a different day and I think I forgot to record a few and then I did, it just got away from me. But I watched like the first three seasons. It's it's, it's so an good. excellent show. <laughs> Remember when we had to record them? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, DVR, I should say DVR. <laughs> that was such a weird time. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on then to... A... I just drew the best heart I've ever driven in... Uh, what well, let's... did I just say? I just drew the best heart I've ever drawn in my whole life. Look, well, let's spend look. the next 15 minutes of the podcast talking talking about it then look at look at that look how perfect that is is that a person with a flat top on the hey, other side don't don't pay attention <laughs> to that don't <laughs> yes that's a very nice heart i like how you're like not only am i going to let you know that i haven't been listening to you for <laughs> minutes, i'm going to tell you exactly what i was doing instead you know every week 
I post my doodles on Discord because mm-hmm. I just sit over here and doodle whenever I start spacing out. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Alita Battle Angel. Not Attila, by the way, which I keep calling it. I, I literally have my notes as Attila. Yeah. Attila, Ugh. the Battle Angel. Dang it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Alita, this was a uh, Hughes Scott share joint. So this was Danae, Jeremy, and oh, What do you think of this movie, Danae? I I actually enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, but this <laughs> this particular movie took me longer than any of the other movies I've watched to uh-huh. sin. It was the hardest one for me personally. That's I al- think that's always interesting. You should talk about that. Well, over twenty hours of work. Oh, wow. When I I'm, I'm just being honest with you guys. Yeah. I watched it three times all the way through, and um, I spent two full work days if you kind of count my hours Mm -hmm. and then I went back over it and I still didn't turn in as many jokes as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I will never do it again, but I did this thing where I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to go ahead and cut out the ones that aren't good, but just in case you like them, I'll put them down at the bottom for you. (laughs) Like here's my not so great jokes, which I got feedback on later, which was that they were fine. Um, also. Yeah. I think, I think I got, I got real, real, this one, I got real hard on myself. I was going to say, I wonder, wonder, is that part of why it took you so long too? you think is just because you were being so self-critical on plus i have other jobs going on mm-hmm. right now and it's super busy so it's hard for me to just sit down and do one thing i mm-hmm. like when i say i sat down to watch it i was i probably was interrupted like a bajillion times so right. it's just this one was very very difficult and i don't know if it's because i was actually kind of enjoying the movie and i wanted to just it's hard when you want to watch the movie you know but you're doing you it know, for your it, job if you notice that like early on i mean there is some wisdom in just watching the movie once without ever stopping it and then yeah. going back and especially if you haven't seen it yeah especially if you've never seen it before or you considering don't how it. long it took me to do this <laughs> i probably will because i think yeah. that would have actually helped me a lot because you know you stop you you research something you write down and there's a lot to research in this one that's another thing is mm-hmm. i didn't spend a whole lot of, lot of time like looking at a a screen moment trying to figure out if there was something there. Although I did do that too, Mm -hmm. but I did a lot of research because I was extremely confused about some of the bio stuff. And there's just Mm -hmm. so much material that they drew on from this one. And it's just, it's like so impossible to do all of the research Mm -hmm. because the material is really like, it's a lot. You can tell they, they spent a lot of time thinking about this world. They did. And then and then she goes to a lot of places. There's a lot of scenes. There's, you know, the junkyard. And then there's the city. And then there's outside of the city. And then there's the, the spaceship here. Then there's, yeah, there's like all these different places. It is motorball. I let's know. get that. Let's get that it's correct. It's rollerball. <laughs> <laughs> it is Quidditch. You're I not mean fooling motorball. anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. But it, I had a lot of fun. I immediately wanted to know what happens next. I was trying to figure out: is there going to be another one? I hope so. You well, know. yeah. Then we talked. This was my uh, so far only Sif Pop episode. We yeah, talked that's right. about Alita, and uh, I think Aaron and I both said we wanted to see where this went. Yeah, and I, Chris I said was, he was good. Yeah, yeah, I believe he did. Uh, <laughs> I. I really enjoy this movie in a lot of ways. Uh, I am very aware of its flaws. Sure. Uh, they, mm-hmm. Every sure. movie has them. Uh, but this movie has... Not has London them. Has Fallen. <laughs> no, London Has Fallen is perfect. <laughs> this movie has more than others. Uh, and they are distracting. But this world is just so interesting to me. And I think mm-hmm. I think we forget how good of a world builder James Cameron is. And you can see his fingerprints all over this, even though he didn't end up directing it. You can tell he was invested in this project for a long time. Uh, And 
And it's just, I love that. I love when somebody really thinks through their universe. And well, and there's a huge fan base, too. I mean, you can see it in the comments because mm-hmm. there are people raging in mm-hmm. the comments. They spend a lot of energy. <laughs> well, it's a very popular uh, comic, too. That's um, what they're talking about. I guess about. it's a manga. Yeah. yeah, I've read I've, I read the first few issues after the movie came out because I was curious, and it, it follows it pretty well. Have you read it, Danae? No, no. It, this is a it's a temptation for me at this point because I do want to know what's going to happen, and I'm afraid mm. they're not going to come out with a second movie. So I'm yeah. like, oh, if I want to know, I'm going to have to go to the source or go to like a Wikipedia article, get the small, you know, the condensed version, mm-hmm. which is obviously a lot quicker, but then you're missing some of the great detail and. There is good world building here, and there's good characters here. I mean, I thought that the Hugo's performance was questionable yeah. uh, and disappointing, but at the same time, you know, you, sometimes you just have to kind of like well, whatever whatever that was. It's just whatever yeah. it was. And um, so, but the book, or the, sorry, the manga, the material, there's there has to be so much in there because it lasted for so long. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Cameron was working on this even before he had completely released Avatar. Like he's, you know, he had his brain on this a decade ago. Right. Because yeah, so, if I remember correctly, his idea was that like every other year you would get an Avatar movie, and then the the other years you would get an Alita movie. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was his that was his thinking, and then of course he when, it, that when, didn't work out for him. But after uh, that, he went to the ocean, and you know, yeah. And, <laughs> Everything we're saying is true. That's but Rodriguez part. does an admirable job. I mean, I've never been a huge Rodriguez fan, but he he's very serviceable in this movie. I mean, it looks great. It's that was it the other thing. The visuals well. are spectacular. Oh, yeah. I love the visuals in this yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a to me. I had a lot of fun. There were some things that bothered me besides some of the performances, like her. It was probably the size of her eyes, of course. Just the proportions of her face made her teeth look like little toddler teeth. And because I have a toddler. She had these little toddler teeth and then these big pancake eyes, and it just drove oh, me so nuts you, the whole did time. Did you write that? Yeah, that okay. one was mine. <laughs> Jeremy that, read that perfectly. Oh, there was a couple of things he read that just blew my mind. Yeah, um, let's talk about the video. So, in the writing process or in the combination process, there's you know there's jokes that you're reading. Uh, you're, you're putting your eyes on somebody else's material, and you don't mm. necessarily know what they're referencing, like what scene they're referencing, or even what's happening in the scene. And they've you know written a joke about it. Well, one of them was the Gruishka joke. Uh-huh. But whenever Jeremy delivered it, I got it. And so when I was reviewing like the video to make sure there was no mistakes in, in the video edit, and he's he's like, and that's G R E W I. I was like, I just lost it. Because I totally, yeah, I, I remember you writing a note. You were just like, ha ha. I literally did. I didn't understand that joke when I read it in the script. That'll like, happen sometimes. Yeah, and you, sure. we just trust each other. We're just like, okay, okay. If, you know, cool. uh, let's let's go with it. And then, yeah, Jeremy will do it perfectly and be like, oh, that's, that's why it's what hilarious. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G R E W I. Like, and I just died. So that was one of my one of my favorites from from that whole yeah the whole thing. I mean, all I liked almost every single piece of this one though. It was yeah. one of my favorites. I, I love the, um, and Danae, I think this was yours, but there's there's jokes about, you, you have this way of giving stories to background characters, and there's one with a character with a hat in this Oh, yeah. This, this yeah, video. Conical no, Hat that Man. was my favorite part. I just, <laughs> Conical Hat Man just slayed me because <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just sitting there thinking, this is, this is so perfectly not only perfectly Danae, but it's perfectly cinema sins. And I love that, you know, I think that's I have the beauty. a place to be. Right. Like I think there's this beauty that happens when we find our own voice within the voice of the narrator. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, I really enjoyed that. Thanks. That well, I feel bad jokes. about that one because I worked I helped with the edit and 
from a technical, this is more of a technical thing, but like that character is in the background. And originally in the edit, it was uh, it was zoomed in, but when it was zoomed in, it was it was super blurry. So I had to pull it back out, and then I had, and then it was the guy was moving around so much, and the way we edited the scene to show all the different things he was doing. I was uh, having to mess around with like the arrows and like, should we point an arrow on him? Should we not? So I remember that was like the main reason we had to keep going back and forth on the edit was because of that one scene. It's all your fault. Like it was, it was actually, it was perfect. Like you did such a great job. And here's what, here's the other part that was kind of interesting about that is that when I first saw Conical Hat Man, it it was in a complete, it was in a, a, a scene that happens later on. And I was like, man, that is a tiny hat on that man. And then I did like, what is that hat called? And so that was one of my keeping tabs. <laughs> so I figured out, you know, it's one of the many, many ways that you can reference mm-hmm. this hat is just a conical hat. So then, and, and its purpose is to, you know, keep the weather off of your body, which is why they're huge. And so I was like, oh, I'll write a joke about that. So I kind of wrote that down. And then on my, I don't know, thousandth watch of this movie, <laughs> I saw him again. I saw, I thought, oh, I thought he was facing the other direction when I wrote that. And then I saw him again. So then I realized he was one of those extras just that just is going back and yeah. forth. Oh, that was yeah, that was a great catch. So then I so then I went back through the whole section, wrote down all the places I saw him, and kind of created this little storyline about, you know, why he was back there, and no, don't run away, you know, you, before the receipt's gone or whatever. And <laughs> then the other hard part of it is when you present a joke that has a lot of those angles and you know narration and moments whenever it appears and it's in the background mm-hmm. you're like is this going to be too much what's going to like is, is anyone going to be caring about this well then the guys liked it which was sweet mm-hmm. and they're the ones that were giving the edit points not me because i kind of was like i yeah i, I thought may... barrett had written it because he was being he was super defensive of it like in a good way <laughs> which was cool because i was like yeah. okay because i was thinking this is just going to get cut I, i'm hands off i'm not going to be like can you actually just do this because when i wrote oh, it was blah, never blah. getting cut no. so so that was super that was super fun and i'm glad that it was received another one that had a backstory was jennifer um <laughs> <laughs> and i'll talk i think i'll talk more about her when i do keeping tabs and that sounds good that sounds <laughs> yeah good. you guys have hit on a lot of the things i like that conical hat was the big one I, th- Thanks, the rollerball stuff we kind of already mentioned or motorball mm-hmm. um all the jokes about that were, were all are all the sins about that were awesome i did yeah. have one more thing unless you do you have another one no, go for no. it. She does apparently have lungs. Oh, and, okay. And I will say, I did research on this, and there's a lot of information on the internet. Again, 20 hours spent on this particular. <laughs> but I couldn't find something that specifically said, like, how her mechanics work. Right. At, anywhere. I couldn't figure it out. So maybe I didn't go to the right websites. Obviously, I didn't. So I was confused about whether or not she had lungs. Like, when you see her, quote unquote, her is her brain and her spinal stem. Mm-hmm. So, and then she has this robot body. So I, I just didn't assume that a robot body would have lungs inside of it. Right. But thanks to the raging commenters, I should say <laughs> the passionate commenters. There you go. There's some really interesting information about that. Yeah, she has lungs. So um, learn that. Nice. And thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> That was that was the last. Oh no no no! I did have one more thing. Go for it. Okay. So during the um, the writing process, this was kind of fun. There's a line that says, "Why he kill the girl?" Instead of you know, "Why did he kill the girl?" Mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And it was written quote unquote incorrectly. And then in the combine process, when we're all giving notes, it was decided between the guys. They thought it was just kind of funny, like why he killed the girl. <laughs> so they're like, oh, this is sort of maybe the birth of a new thing where we're just messing up our words. Yeah. And so I thought you guys would be 
appreciative a little behind that the scenes. That is that thing. is yeah because a lot of times running gags are accidental. Yeah, you know, you know they're Total just accident. things that that happen throughout the process and Where we we're just, just we're we make comments. ourselves giggle yeah. by our accidents and we leave them. <laughs> yeah, you know? and that's why that one was left there. So yeah, we'll there see were a lot of fun. Um, that was like one of the most fun noting processes I've ever been involved. in. <laughs> it was it was a it was a lot. It's it was kinda, like. It was like a legit conversation being had yeah. through notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to music from behind. How the Jonas Brothers keep coming back. Uh, I, this, I think I said this last time. It's just me saying the times where I had to pause the video. I was laughing so hard. Do it. Um, the first one was uh, testicle capos. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is genius. That is like I may have laughed for a full four minutes at that. Uh, <laughs> just that cracked me up. I, I love the concept too. I think it's a genius concept. The oh yeah, that, I like the idea that Walt Disney is like a sorcerer, which he right. probably is. He probably and, was. Yeah, and and is you know that the Jonas Brothers were was it the Pointer Sisters originally? I can't yeah. I can't remember which I sister it group the, it was. Yeah, I think that's right. And then have moved through time. Just a genius concept. What did you guys think? Oh no, it was it was it wasn't the Pointer Sisters though. Cause the Pointer Sisters were like 1980s. Right. Yeah. 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 No, it was it somebody was, else. Uh, I can't think of who it was now. That's terrible. <laughs> oh well, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the 20s. Yeah. I can't remember there. Um, one of my favorites was um, watch what happens when we examine this photo closely. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and they, he takes the of those girls and uh-huh. then he superimposes, you know, the Jonas Brothers faces on there. What, what's their name? Aaron, are you looking it up? I'll look it up. Okay, look it up because I, I think that's important for whatever reason. But no, just the, yeah, we should. The way that because that happens sometimes whenever you're watching like a uh, like a mystery show or. I don't know, uh, and and it's like the the photo changes or the screen changes, and the conspiracy mm-hmm. theorists are like, right there, did you see it? And just so the way that he, <laughs> the way that he delivered that one was, I laughed really hard at that part. Yeah, um, I still haven't found it, so okay. you guys keep talking about this, and I'll. It's not uh, the, my favorite was there towards the end because um, you know um, Joe and Nick both married fairly famous actresses. One of them married Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. The other one yes. Huh? Um, but then he did the thing about, you know, Kevin also got married. Good for him. <laughs> it's the Andrews sisters. Andrews yeah. sisters. Thank you. Uh, the other one that I loved was um, on the left hand side. It said, you're F, you know, you're effed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, the apostrophe was in the wrong spot. <laughs> just the attention to just purposefully messing everything up. Sure. And trolling. how much fun. And I also love the comments. They just they're getting better and better as far as the clear love from the fans it's just mm-hmm. it's really cool to see somebody make something that people are just enjoying so much yeah yeah so and rightly so and kill it's great kill goofy and chalk was another one that- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny and we are we are hopefully gonna have barrett on soon to kind of get a little more into detail about this yes so uh, we've already ma- we've already had discussions we've mm-hmm. already rumor has it danae may not be on the show occasionally um <laughs> You have to, Barrett's so busy, you have to make appointments. Get out of here, Danae. Uh, all right, let's move on to keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um... Mm-hmm. Those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Um, okay. We're going to try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're going to pick a couple things from the editing process. Uh, these can be tabs that we remember having open that might be embarrassing or funny. Uh, we can also talk about deleted scenes in this section. So we've each picked a couple. We'll go around. And, uh, and real quick, I, I, I'm i sorry. I have nothing. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I, well, I, wor- I only worked on South Park. And I just didn't – there wasn't anything I looked up. I mean, there was nothing that got deleted that was worth talking about, so I I apologize. No, that's fine. Danae and I will go back and forth. And Danae, what's uh, keeping tab? Well, the first one I actually mentioned was Conical Hat Guy, so I'll just throw it back over to you for yours. Oh, fine. In researching London Has Fallen, there's a moment where – I can't remember if it's Gerard Butler or – uh, Aaron Eckhart or somebody talks about England being U.S.'s oldest and strongest <laughs> ally. That was and, a great sin. And I just, I, as soon as I heard that line, I was like, what? Like, strongest, sure. Like, you know, England is probably our strongest ally. How do you call the country you went to war with to separate yourself from your oldest ally? That makes no <laughs> sense. Would you guys no remember that sense. whole tea thing? <laughs> oh, man. So I actually did some research on who the U.S. US's oldest ally is. And, it's uh, France? Well, France is It's pretty much France. There's actually a small country in Africa. That submitted their support to us, like Aww, right before France. Thanks, I should, guys. I should look up that country again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give a shout out to I the true give, hero. Yeah, I should give a shout out to the, the you true know, hero. You know, we all need that one person that'll champion us before you <laughs> right. know, we get popular. But man, France was like, we hate the English man. Yeah, you go, U.S. of A. Oh man. Uh, so of course it wasn't U.S. of A at that point. No, um, it was the American colonies. That's right. Uh, but but yeah, so France is probably the big answer to that question. But the fact that you would think it was England, I just, uh, it blows me. Because we even went to war with them again in the early 1800s. I hate them. I hate that movie. (laughs) So It it makes me so mad. That was one of mine. What else you got, Danae? Uh, The other one uh, was for uh, Attila, Battle Angel. (laughs) Um, I, so in the fight scene in the bar... It, um, I was had it on pause and I just sort of glanced over and there was this blonde with this, you know, bio arm and it looked like a garden tool. And so I started my 
my keeping tabs hunt. And here's how it went. It went, um, name some garden tools. And then I was starting to just make sure that I got the name of the garden tool right. And then um, I, I re- then it went to, uh, what are people called who garden? And then I was reading about the different, you know, people, because this joke is sort of formulating in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then um, the word topiary was in one of those. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. a great word. I love the word topiary. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I could not think of a word that rhymes with topiary. So then I found a website called Rhyme Zone. Rhyme, Rhyme Zone is my tool, man. I freaking love that website. I told you about Rhyme Zone a long time ago. I was Everybody not needs listening. Rhyme Zone. I am making a note of this. I need oh, listen, this. Rhyme Zone, uh, I'll let Danae say it because she brought it up, but Rhyme Zone is a lifesaver. Like for somebody who loves wordplay and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Well, that's how I learned that. Uh, um, topiary and temporary are great together. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay, okay. So she was looking for a temporary thing. Uh, and, and he heard topiary. And then all of a sudden, just the, the part about the bush. <laughs> it's such a great joke. <laughs> and, and I rhymed legendary myself on yeah. accident. <laughs> so that what's, what was fun about that joke is that it, it was really long at first. It was like this whole mm-hmm. story. And then you just you edit down to where it's just a real simple you know zinger. And it worked out. Can I just say it's it's interesting. I have this thing with sometimes with scripts you submit where you I, there was just one that I read recently. I mean, I think just yesterday, um, well, since a script that's coming up where there's something in it that's a little overtly sexual, like kind of way. And I'm like from a male's like a male narrator voice may, you know, feel a little icky or a little weird or whatever. But it's it's so interesting. No, no, actually, our female writer wrote this. <laughs> She's the perv. <laughs> well, I, it's almost like you know, it almost it almost feels like you want the people, like the the viewers, to know. You know, it was the girl that wrote this. It's okay. You know, that well, kind of it thing. It took a while for it to be her bush, right? Because at first she was like the town's bush, like the town's gardener mm-hmm. in my mind. And then as I just kept paring it down and down and down, I was like, holy crap, there it is. Yeah. So, Anyway, Nicely done. That was that was my deep dive on the. You never had dabs. an Edward Scissorhands reference in there. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, yes. Here, here's my two, uh, my twenty seconds on Rhyme Zone. Uh, you can put in any word at Rhyme Zone. You can find all the words that rhyme with it. You can find all the words that almost rhyme with it. Uh, you can find all the phrases that include that word. So if you're looking for a pun phrase or something like that, um, you can find all the cinema, uh, synonyms, the homophones. Oh, perfect. Because uh, I, yeah, I just Google stuff like that all the time. I've never come yeah. across this. Uh, so Rhyme Zone's great. Uh, anytime you need to, you know, look for, you know, some kind of, you're just not quite getting the wordplay. Uh, it's very helpful. I, so I, I think before we move on to, I want to say that um, there was a moment a, a few weeks back in Discord that I dropped that I had a joke I was really proud of, mm-hmm. and to just be on the lookout for Jennifer. Yeah, and so I was really, really excited when this uh, this one came out that it popped up in Discord. They're like, found it. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. that was really fun because I think probably this is the joke that I'm most proud of to date. Nice. Conical Hat Man. Uh, I mean, it's so close, right? Like Conical Hat Man and Jennifer. Maybe they're a couple. And yeah. I can combine them. You will always remember those first first jokes that you feel like you just nailed. Yeah. 
And then, you know, there'll just be so many. <laughs> I also feel like it's possible outside then, of like the people who worked on this movie, you might know the most about it. That's true. You'll that's lose true. your mind because you yeah, won't remember no, no, no. Thing. Like I remember, I mean, there's so many jokes that I'm just like, oh yeah, that was, that was fun. I'm glad that came to me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I only remember the stuff from the very first script I wrote off of, which was the nut job, like the cashew outside. How about that? You know, cashew stand, like that kind of stuff has stuck with me, but you just write so many over the yeah. course of every month that it's... so I'm, I'm gonna just continue to lose my mind <laughs> yes okay. that's basically what it's like okay uh before i do my second one shout out to morocco morocco was the uh first u.s um ally so the oldest ally would be morocco thanks morocco um all right so the other thing i researched was because this movie takes place in england i uh pretty early on researched english insults and uh, I wanted to get a good kind of list of things that people would mm-hmm. say in England to be mean. And so that's where the cack-handed balderdash uh, came <laughs> from, was that, was that list. Uh, and it's, it's kind of funny to, to read through. Like, you know some of this stuff. Like, you know, like wanker we've heard and tosser. And, of course, in England, those are re- like profane words. But because we don't necessarily, you know, are in that culture, it doesn't feel that way uh, to us. Um, but nutter is one that I've heard before that I always forget. Like some, somebody who's, you know, off their rocker, we would say is a nutter, right? You know, something like that. Uh, dodgy. So nutter butter is probably really uncomfortable <laughs> in England. They may want to change the name of that. Uh, a plonker, uh, is an idiot. So if you call somebody a plonker, uh, a scrubber is another way to say slag, which basically just means, uh, promiscuous, sexually Ooh, I promiscuous. Knew that one. Um, so kind of, we, we would compare it probably to slut. Yeah, I had a British friend in college like use that term a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, a knob. Somebody calls somebody a knob. Literally means a dick. Mm-hmm. Literally in the same way that it refers to both the genitalia and you know, being so a So when jerk. I said eat a knob during yes. the family guy yes. one. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, really, honestly, when you're saying eat at anything, I mean, that's kind of what you're saying. <laughs> Did you not know that? No. I thought you knew that. No, that was an accidental. Yeah, that was you totally were telling, an accident. You were I, speaking <laughs> through your husband to tell you to eat a dick. He's going to love that. Oh, that's amazing. And that's when he left oh $100 God. on the uh, That's counter. right. Anyways. Whoa. Boom. Uh, listen to the outtakes for reference. Listen to the reference. outtakes for reference for that one. That's all we're just going to keep saying. Uh, we need to have some sort of sounder that just sounds whenever there's like That's a... right. Uh, anyways, uh, about 50 uh, British slang terms that are insults that I found that uh, is full Man. of great stuff like that. So. I feel like we should have a list here in the studio so we can just look up and reference it, you know. Anytime. Toss any, them out. Anytime we're doing something that takes place in England, I pull it up. Um, just to have, you know, something that we can. We're accidentally offensive all the time (laughs) or purposefully. All right. There you go. Uh, Let's move on to the comment section. I I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. All right. We're going to pick through the comments uh, and we'll each uh, have a comment to respond from uh, to from the week's videos. Uh, we'll also have some questions here that you're sending us at behind the sins pod at gmail.com. Thanks for keeping those questions coming in. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? I had a few, uh, comments that we've already kind of gone over, but one, I just, for some reason, it just hit me the right way when I read it. And I thought it was hilarious was, um, from South park, uh, Takuro spirit said, Ike won't die from hypothermia, hypothermia. He's Canadian, buddy. 
<laughs> it's true. Okay, and did you I see was, the like, replies? I can't argue with that. Yeah, you're because I wrote that sin too, and I was like, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so, so I had that one down, and if you click on the replies, it gets better. It goes, yeah. he's not your buddy, friend, and then he's not your friend, guy. <laughs> And then he's not your guy, buddy. And then he's not your buddy, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like a very, everyone. it was a, very, it was just a very inter- It was. I love when the comments are entertaining oh, like that, and not. You guys, you know, are but great. most of the comments, I at least the ones I read were very positive. So, so that one was just one that stuck out in my head. Uh, this one's from uh, Attila Battle Angel uh, <laughs> from from Ian, uh, who says, uh, "I this is a quote from the video." I have so many bio questions. I'm so confused about how any of this works. And then he says, things I said to my college girlfriend somehow ends up in a cinema sense video. <laughs> uh, as the person who wrote that joke, I can greatly appreciate I, that. I like that the college girlfriend is just one that we've decided is never getting old because so like funny. we'll retire certain things uh, and bring them back. I mean, that college girlfriend, you can have that on every script. It's it's our phrasing, you know. It's it's yeah. our uh, our way to do the uh, that's what she said joke. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do two because I don't care. Uh, South Park is it? We can only do one, right? <laughs> no, you can do you two, can do Danae. Two. No, I'm going to do two. Yeah, that's so fine. South Park was. Let's see. You rebel. She looks at me like like but I'm gonna get in a fight stop. with hey, her or something. Hey, just curious though. Do you do you actually have a Beyond the Sins this time or? Oh yes. Good. Oh, I just yes. think it's funny that she she she's looking at me like you can't stop me from doing two and just forgetting I do the edit. Uh, so. Yeah, but if I if I make it such a specific lead in, there's no way you oh, can I'm, cut it. Right? I'm a great editor. Really oh, no. weird if all of a sudden like Danae was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm just gonna play elevator music over your second one. So. Oh no. Um. So mental philosopher said about South Park. Obviously, Kyle's parents weren't cut out for it. Ah, very nice. Oh, that was good. And then on music from behind, Red Velvet Rabbit said. I've been slowly working on convincing my mom that this segment is accurate. It's so close to working. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Which makes me happy because maybe she'll comment and I'll have one of those music from behind comments again where someone finally clues in. Right. They stopped. Yeah. So if he can, he or she can convince their mom, then I'm back in. That's right. All right. Uh, All right. Let's move on to the questions from this week. This first one comes from Charlie. Charlie, thanks for writing in again to uh, behind the sins pod at gmail.com. Hey, Cinema Sins B-Sides. This is Charlie F. from Texas. I've been haunting your Twitter feeds for about a month now. Thanks for following and giving me lots of self-consciousness, by the way. We're watching you. And wanted to directly say that I really enjoy the podcast. Hearing the sources, processes, and shenanigans for the Sins videos would be entertaining enough, but y'all are just fun to listen to in general. Thanks. Always looking forward to the next one, and glad y'all seem to have even more fun making them. Now the question. Forgive me if it's a bit too deep or dark. (sighs) When your world fades to black for the last time, and you're sitting back watching the names of everybody who's ever contributed to your life scroll by, before you get up to go into the blinding bright light of the parking lot of the great beyond what songs will play over your end credits uh he says for me i'd probably it'd probably be fortunate son by ccr get lucky by daft punk and a piano cover of where is my mind not sure in what order wishing you three the best uh first of all this needs to be a spotify playlist right of all of the sinners with all of their three yeah what are your life credit songs and just have one big playlist of everybody's life songs yeah, that's that's, that's kind of fun. I love uh, this question, by the way. Yeah, what do you got, Jonathan? Um, I thought way too long about this question. I probably and I feel I feel like no matter what I answered, it would be disappointing. But um, I kind of decided to go because I didn't know how to go. 
So I decided to kind of go like a little bombastic and a little epic and all that kind of fun stuff because I'm sure still worth it. Um, but Iron Maiden, that was supposed to be a joke. Iron Maiden, um, <laughs> sorry, Iron Maiden does a lot of these like big songs, you know, that just like you know crescendo and all that fun stuff. But oddly enough, I kind of went with one of their like smaller songs. But I went with "Wasted Years" by Iron Maiden, okay. um, which is actually not a, as depressing as the title sounds. It's more. I was about gonna say I'm like, not an Iron Maiden guy, so like yeah. uh, I don't know that song right off the top of my head. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's a song that would fit perfectly like at the end of a movie. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is Wasted Years by Iron Maiden. This is coming up over the credits as, as Jonathan dies. From the coast of gold across the seven seas, I'm traveling on far and go. wide. But now it seems I'm just a stranger to myself and all the things I sometimes do. It isn't me, but someone else. Yeah. God, that's I mean, so much better than mine. I, I'm I like, feel, that beautiful I feel really good about myself, apparently. Um, and no, then, but then good. after that, I went with Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. I, that just stuck in my head forever we clawed we chained our hearts in vain we jumped never asking why we kissed i fell under your spell a love no one could Did deny you just have that pulled up yeah he's googling well, no no he knows all lyrics i know miley stuff are you kidding i have that all memorized <laughs> well, that's true yeah and then i'm ending on i went with three because he did i'm ending on something that that is a nice one to like play you out and it it, it it's probably a little too obvious as far as the title but it's uh a Nick Cave and the Bad Seed song, and it's called Death Is Not The End. So it's kind Ooh. of a nice little, like, you know, even though I'm gone, you guys are alive, enjoy it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend. Just remember that death is not the end. There you go. Not the end. Not the end. Um, there's Aaron's radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> so so clearly I am really arrogant. And- no. No, that's beautiful, that's man. Good stuff. No, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, I only had two. Um, I'll go ahead and do mine. I did, uh, I coming straight out of, you know how the credits will come out, you know, with something I feel a little more, you know, beautiful and in mm-hmm. the moment kind of feeling the emotion and then they'll go into something a little lighter, you know, at the very end of the credits. So yeah. that's kind of how, how, what I did the kind of that one, two punch, but for the more meaningful part, I did switch foot. This is your life. Oh, nice. that's such a great song. I know that song. Um, oh, it's such a good song. Yeah. I just, I really love that song. I, I steal that one. I, <laughs> I had not thought about Switchfoot in like you... ten years, and then Aaron brought him up at Sin Week. Oh, uh, and then I, I mean, then they're I my favorite band. A couple albums. Yeah. Are you, are you going to read? Yesterday is a wrinkle on your forehead. Yesterday is a promise that you've broken. <laughs> Don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. This is your life, and today is all you've got now. Yeah, and today is all you'll ever have. Don't close your eyes. So, <laughs> yesterday is a kid in the corner. Yesterday is dead and over. I, d- I don't know. I just, I really like this, just the, the beauty of this song. This is your life. So That's then that goes song. directly into uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy uh, f- for the end, um, playing over yeah, the credits. See, of, That's of kind of the route I was thinking. Yeah. You got to end on something a little more nice Yeah, and you end calm. on something light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's a little song I wrote. I actually Go, know Danae. that one. Go, Danae. <laughs> You might want to sing it note by note. Don't worry, be happy. You got it. All right, Danae, what do you what do you want to playing over your uh, credits? I will definitely kind of like go along with what you said, Jonathan, because I did think about this. Um, I, I was like, I've never thought about that, and there's so many songs, and what would it be? I have, I have so many albums that have been meaningful. Would it be a meaningful album? And then what songs on there? And do I want to listen to the entire album and really answer this question? So I actually went to Spotify and um, cause I have a lot of my favorite albums saved there. I just started kind of scrolling through mm. and grabbed a couple. But while I was 
scrolling through the song that first came up probably because of what was said about like you're seeing the people in your life sure yeah, yeah. so i literally wrote down a beautiful day in the neighborhood i know i just said it jokingly but that was <laughs> one of them i thought that'd be kind of just to sort of remind those who are looking at my life that i wanted to be their neighbor like i want to be friends with people yeah it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood when you just a listened to a whole album neighbor. though i was just thinking about how you always want to like have more comments and everything i was like god danae would be the one at the funeral <laughs> who'd be like we're gonna play an entire album I like Jenna Marbles have the extra gene. Um, the other one is Carry On My Wayward Son by Rachel. Rachel. It's the, it's the re, 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 yeah. uh, from the what's Kansas it? song. Uh, yeah. That's what's it a called good when one. Someone, oh, the cover. Um, did you know that ever, do you watch Supernatural? No. Every season finale of Supernatural starts off with a recap of the season and they play, they play that song. Well, Rachel Rachel was a female, like an all rock female yeah. group, and I had their album somehow. Their cover is amazing. And their of this cover song. is so good, and Pretty that's sure the first time it. I had heard that song. I didn't actually hear it from oh, Kansas you didn't, first. You didn't know it was from. So a then, when I heard band. it from Kansas later, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> um, so specifically, that one, the Rachel Rachel, version. the Rachel Rachel version. Um, Blind Melon, No Rain nice. would be in there. Uh, that has a special significance for me, uh, so that one would definitely be in there. Um, and then Fru Fru Let It Go would probably be another one. Oh, nice. Do you all, know that song? All I can say is that my life is pretty, pretty plain. plain. I like watching the puddles gather rain. And all I can do is just pour some tea for two. And speak my point of view. But, but it's, it's not, not saying. It's not saying. Nope. It's not saying. <laughs> I think this works for you, Danae. You know I that Blind Melon one, though, that's interesting? I was having a conversation the other day about all those bands around that time and how all those lead singers are dead. Wow. Um, like, like drugs? Shannon Hoon, Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots, um, Lane Staley from Allison Chains, and, of course, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. It's just, it's just interesting because all those bands were, like, right around that same time. Well, it fits the topic. <laughs> There you go. Unfortunately. Sorry, well, we were talking about death. So. Man, great question. That yeah. was super fun. No, that was good. Uh, all right, this one comes from Kim, and she actually asked two questions, and I apologize. I don't think I told you guys this, but we're actually going to deal with her second question, okay. uh, which is actually in her postscript. So uh, she says, P.S., I have a second question, but I think it might be getting too deep into the process. Well, that's what we do here, Kim. Uh, so I understand if you can't answer, but here it is. Is there a list, official or unofficial, of movies that will never be sinned? Again, I'll understand if you can't answer, but I had to try asking It'd be anyway. so funny if you just played elevator music over there. <laughs> 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 or just just list a bunch of movies and believe. I mean, them all but out. I think it's the ones that most people would think of. Like the first yeah. thing I thought of was like Schindler's List. Yeah, that's the one that's mentioned most often. Yeah, Twelve Years a Slave, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you know, Passion of the Christ. You know, just movies that makes no sense. Or like even stuff like 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 you know like like rape revenge films and you know like right. I spit you mean on like your grave and they make no sense to send them in like that satirical, yeah. jokey, right. fun way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also think, but also then on the other end, you've got like comedies that are super aware of themselves or they're straight up parodies. Like I think Chris has mentioned before that like, you, you know, you know, uh, everything wrong with airplanes probably not going to happen. Yeah. Although those I think are a little more likely again, like we were talking sure. about doing South Park, you know, we, we start to open up a little bit and understand, you know, that we can kind of get away with it. Yeah. Um, but, but we, if you go as far as this, like the Zucker Brothers stuff, like Airplane or Naked Gun or those kind of, like then it becomes movie. real, yeah, it becomes really difficult. Um, so probably not those, but I think the actual answer to the question is no, right? There is no official or unofficial list. No, there's not. If, um, I mean, if she's asking for an actual list, not that I'm aware of. No. 
No. And, and honestly, it's one of the who knows what the future holds. Right. Like it's one of those things we've talked about doing a special like for our members, like for our mm-hmm. CinemaSins members doing an impossible to send movie or something like that uh, just for fun for them. Yeah, but it and won't I think be Schindler's List. I think it makes more sense in that context, right? Where it's like, we know we're doing something silly and impossible yeah. here, um, and we'll do it for you guys uh, kind of thing. But no, there's not an official or unofficial list that I know about. Of course, the A-team. Who knows what secrets they have? In- <laughs> they don't let us into their office. That's right. There's certain doors we cannot open. They probably a- they have like vials of our blood. We have no idea. <laughs> well, from the blood oath we all took yeah. you know, to keep the secrets. Hey, I just want to be clear. I have not taken that blood oath yet. <laughs> I have no scars on my body. Mm-hmm. There's been no ritual. Just want to let you guys know, I can still run. You're screwed. <laughs> well, thank you for the question, Kim. We for appreciate sure. it. And again, you can get your questions into us via email at behindthescenespod at gmail.com is the best way to do that. And we appreciate it. All right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity. And beyond! Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. What else in uh, the world of pop culture have you guys seen recently? What uh, can be good, bad? Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Um, why don't I start this time? Do it. Oh, I can do that. Uh, I saw a thing called The Amazing Jonathan Documentary. This is on Hulu. Oh, great. I have not watched this yet. So I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it, mm-hmm. and I am, yeah, for my uh, for my movie critic job, I am also on a committee that is nominating documentaries uh, for awards. Uh, and so I've been, like, catching up on a lot of these documentaries mm-hmm. that are supposed to be good this year. And by the way, there are a lot. Uh, the documentary is certainly not dead. A lot of people are doing them. Um, but anyway, so I watched this one, and I've been hearing buzz, good buzz about it, and also some interesting controversial buzz (laughs) is that a controversial buzz it sounded more like a quizzical buzz to me but (laughs) you have to do the buzz version of down 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 (laughs) exactly there you go some controversial buzz thanks for your input uh for the amazing jonathan documentary and i fell down uh more on the controversial side i didn't like this i i had a lot of problems with how much the documentarian put himself at the center of this quote-unquote documentary and this is more and more a thing that is happening with documentaries they they start telling their own stories instead of the story of the person Mm -hmm. that you know they're they're looking at um you know michael moore made this famous he he always wanted to be in his documentaries. Uh, Morgan Spurlock certainly does uh, a lot of the same things. But this is different in a way that is unsettling to me. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with I wanted to know about the amazing Jonathan. Like I I, I like I remember this uh, comedian magician from back when he used to do stuff in uh, the late 80s and 90s. Uh, recently, yeah. I think 2014, he announced that he was given one year to live. Uh, based on this disease that he has and he has outlived that um, diagnosis by several years and decided to go on tour again even though he was supposed to be dying knowing that he could die on stage or that you know all these different things could happen I find that fascinating interesting and I want to get a look into his brain you know to kind of see you know uh, know more about him and his story and how he got there and this documentary was just not 
interested in that. And instead, it manufa- I feel like it manufactures this drama because there's other documentarians who are trying to tell the same story. And so then he's like, well, what do I do with my story? Well, I'll make it about you know me and why I do this stuff. And, and I just didn't like him. Like he struck me as very uh, self-centered and I didn't buy anything he did in this. I I felt like it was all manufactured and fake. Um, And there is also an element of the fact that the amazing Jonathan is himself a prankster, right? Mm -hmm. Like this guy is famously someone who loves to prank people and pull the wool over their eyes. And so So he's not really dying. He's well, well, he's like the documentary that the documentary kind of goes into that in just a really weird and insensitive way. And I just, I don't know. I just, I really, didn't enjoy this even as much as i like the amazing jonathan so. i've always said he's like Penn and teller meets crank anchors no. or like or like the jerky boys or something like that sure. I, mean, I think he's more funny than them but he's kind of like he's Penn and teller but he's very like raw and crass um, yeah i also want to say that he is a terrible person because he spells his name j-o-h-n <laughs> and that is why everybody wants to spell my name j-o-h-n and that is not how you spell jonathan hey do you need to talk are you okay? <laughs> we had this conversation no, like on one of our first episodes. With, I've had 43 years of people wanting to spell my name incorrectly. It's just so irritating. Yeah. You're talking to somebody who's never had her name spelled right the first time. I get you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just go with, yeah, whatever you want. But no, that's yeah. sad to hear because I'm, I mean, and I'll still probably watch it, but like, I'm just, I, it just, the premise sounded really interesting to me, but it kind of sounds like they don't go in the interesting direction with it. Well, wah, wah, wah. I think you could argue they go in an quote-unquote interesting direction it's just not the interesting direction i'm interested in gotcha um so you may enjoy this and you may find it meta in a way that you know feels right to you for me it was just i mean what what is it the the ouroboros yeah you know it it just it just felt like a snake eating its own tail and it's just i i just didn't i don't know i mean i I enjoyed london has fallen so you never know (laughs) you never know all right jonathan what do you got um, I saw Ready or Not. Yeah, Here I come. You Me can't too. hide. I'm gonna Did you see it too? You. Oh, okay. Um, and I, um, I quite, I quite enjoyed it. The, the, it's a really fun movie. It's got a fun premise, and it's just, I, I thought it, I thought for the most part, it hit the right notes with its premise. Um, there's some stuff towards the end I had a few issues with, but for the most part, it works. But what I really liked about it was, I'm just glad like Samara Weaving is gonna possibly be more of a household name after this or maybe get more stuff to do because she is electric yeah she's so good in this and is she um, she's hugo weaving's daughter right oh i didn't know that Did i make that up? i mean i think chris I, I don't know that doesn't matter they it has have nothing the to do with last her name she's better actress than hugo weaving but I had seen a couple things with her in it she did the movie on netflix came out a couple years ago called the babysitter which i actually didn't like but i liked her a lot yeah and then she also did a movie um called um with glenn from walking dead i don't know the actor's name called mayhem yeah i haven't been this uh amazed impressed enamored with a uh, new actor or actress since uh jessica roth and happy death day exactly yeah that's exactly what it reminds me of Um, it's just like that moment where you're just you're five minutes in and you're like oh this person is the best yeah it's like <laughs> it's like jessica roth in that and then lucy boynton for me and uh, sing street and she's actually yeah, done quite no, a good, bit since then good call 
Yeah, and then and then now Samara weaving, and I hope if anything this and it's a really I don't know what you thought of it, uh, but I but it's it's a really fun movie. I really really liked it. Yeah. Um, and if you, I mean, if you want like a, a deeper conversation, we do talk about it. Uh, did talk about it in this week's Sif Pop. But my Sweet. short version is, uh, I think it is the horror movie that understands exactly what movie it wants to be and succeeds at being that movie. I agree. Um, I think we've had a few of those this year, which has mm-hmm. been really interesting because I think you could argue the same for Happy Death Day to you. Um, yeah. I think you could argue the same for Crawl, and I think to a point you could argue the same for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And in um, the the movie, actually, interestingly enough, has something to say. You know, there, it it's, it is it's a metaphor for in laws. You know, it's a metaphor for getting along with a new family. Yeah, uh, and and it's funny. It is so funny. It's now, really I, funny. There is a there is a character choice. There's a there's, there's a decision by character towards the end of the movie that I think is. I can. I've seen a lot of people have said that they stopped liking the movie because of that, and I oh, kind of get that. It wasn't mm-hmm. enough to derail me, but I, yeah, it's yes. just it's a blast from beginning that's, to end. It's that's the worst part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, the it worst is, part of the movie. It's so uh, unearned. Yeah. It is like the movie does not earn it at all. Although um, I will say it, it provides uh, a reaction shot from Samara Weaving that is one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> True. Fair point. Fair point. (laughs) I also think the other thing I I do, this is just me personally, I think there are three people in this movie movie doing capital A acting, Mm -hmm. and then everybody else is doing parody. And it's it's fascinating to me. I, I don't think it's so distracting that it messes the movie up, because again, the movie knows what it wants to be. Um, but Samara uh, and Adam Brody and um, Andy McDowell are doing like actual acting in yeah, this movie. Yeah, I would. I, I agree with that. I think all three of them are great. Um, I I do like uh, Henry Sersny as the he's yes, the dad. but he is he is but he is he is not. I, I don't see him doing acting. I see him doing parody. Well, in this and movie. I, I he always plays that character, right? I mean, even if you go watch Mission Impossible or if you watched the TV show Revenge, where Revenge he actually basically plays the same person. Clear and present danger. Clear and present danger. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that is one of the most exciting scenes though ever with two people on a computer. Oh, for sure. How oh, dare you, God. sir? Um, yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's definitely, definitely a, a recommend. Yeah, I, sure. do, I do. I and, and I will say it's different than happy death day because happy death day is PG 13. Mm-hmm. This is definitely rated R, you know, this, this is, is very gory. Hard R, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so. kind of that it's more, it's, it's kind of got that like comic booky goopy gore, like, like an evil dead movie or something, but no, it's right. It's gory. Yeah, for sure. All right. Today, what's your, uh, beyond what? huh? the sins? What? Oh, hi. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I want to confess that I literally left during that conversation. I noticed. Went what? to the bathroom I, and came back. That has nothing to do with aquatic creatures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I have been drinking like a Route 44 Sonic. Oh, you're and fine. I just couldn't keep yeah, going. Yeah, I've been there. But at the same time, I had nothing to add because it would be, it's like something I've you never seen. seen. Right, I don't yeah. know so, how you do with like on-screen gore. Um, not great. I'm honestly not a big gore person, even though I like horror movies, but... Um, I think you might have fun with this. I mean, it, it's definitely entertaining. It, it is entertaining. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, maybe but no, in the future. But knowing you, Danae. No. 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 Yeah, you no think? Okay, yeah, Danae would know more than me. 
Danae, oh. Danae has been drinking a Route 44, and unfortunately, her bladder's only a Route 40. That's so, right. That's you know, right. I she had to clear because I'm still thirsty. So, <laughs> so you had mentioned that Kim had had two questions. Yes. So her first question, or another thing that she referenced in her message to us, was um, asking about other things we've seen recently from pop culture world, mm-hmm. which sometimes I, I didn't know how that was different from what we normally do. So sure. I kind of decided to do something different in case it was what you were thinking about, Kim. So, oh, okay. Here's something that I've seen out in the pop culture world that maybe you guys would like and i like bringing different things to the table anyway so i went to a podcast convention a couple weeks ago and so obviously there there were all these different uh you know vendors who had really cool equipment to kind of play with and so there was this um, microphone kit that is out there i actually bought one i've been playing around with it so if you are somebody who maybe wants to record audio or you want to record video but you don't want to spend a ton of money on equipment I was going to recommend something for you guys. So this is the Shure, S-H-U-R-E, MV88 Plus video kit. It's, I think you can find them barely used on Amazon for 250 bucks or like brand new for close to 300. So you're really not putting a ton of it must money into it. must be a nice it. mic. It really is. It's this teeny tiny, it's a, um, it has a tripod and then it has a section for your smartphone and then the microphone on top. And uh, the so you download, there's two apps. There's one that's just for audio, and then there's one for video as well. And in each of those um, apps, you can tell the microphone, like, which direction you want. It's a three-way mic, so you can go okay. for interviews where the mic can face to the left and to the right uh, internally, or it can record all of the sound. You can do preset recordings where it will uh, dampen the room noise. I was in a really, really busy convention center. This is why I bought it. I was in a busy convention and he started to change kind of some of the different mic pickups mm-hmm. and literally all the noise from the convention center disappeared. Ooh. Nice. So I was really, really impressed with that. Like then I had to be kind of more up on the mic, mm-hmm. obviously, because it kind of dampened things. Right. But severely, like I, I, we work with professional mics here in our studio because we did radio for a number of years. We have very expensive equipment here. And so for that to happen on this teeny, like this microphone is probably, I don't know, six six inches long. It's really small. Mm -hmm. Is Um, it 18 feet? (laughs) Nine inches? It can record up to 18 feet. No, probably not. Uh, So there's also like where you can change the equalizing. There's equalizing ability where you can like, you know, get up on the microphone and start talking really loud and animated and you can go in and change where it's clipping. So there's lots of ways to customize it. So it's uh, and then we'll do video or we'll do audio. It records it to your smartphone and then you have to export from your smartphone. So um, but for someone who's trying to like, for example, I've been thinking about am I going to do like a little video series or just something personal that I might be able to do and I don't have any recording abilities at my house. So I picked this up because it was an inexpensive way to experiment with if I'm going to put out audio on my own on the fly where I don't want to come into the studio or if I want to put out videos or something I have an option now so I'm going to play around with that so I hope that's kind of something that you were thinking about Kim Um, again it's called the Shure MV88 Plus Video Kit nice nice that sounds awesome real quick Um, too Samara Weaving is Hugo Weaving's niece oh okay so um so today I didn't go on Discord I don't know if you noticed (laughs) you're like a recovery program (laughs) that's right my name is Danae, and I'm a Discordolic. <laughs> I, I, I got my one-day chip. <laughs> <laughs> More like hours. We should do it And, and I'm not making fun of... Uh, no, no, no. I want to make sure I'm not making fun of recovery. 
Oh, of course, of course. No, like, when I got down to the studio today, I recorded a fun little video, you know, and like put it in there. Like, hey, guys, mm-hmm. we're getting ready to record or whatever. But usually in the last couple of times, I've been there throughout the whole episode chatting and uh-huh. I wasn't this time. Um, and and so when I, I did, I did post my little doodle, but that mm-hmm. I didn't stay. You know, I just like posted right. it and left. Yeah. I was paying attention. I've been part of the show this time. <laughs> so I go I, back I like in to there. think Danae doesn't even know what my voice actually sounds like. <laughs> 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 Who are you? Uh, I go back in there and Chris B says, guys, Danae said nothing for two hours and only posted her doodle. Aaron did her. Aaron did a grump on her. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like that you were mad at me. I like yeah. how Discord, like so- Aaron's like this mean person. <laughs> I know. And then Co- Cooch says, I guess we have to wait to find out what happened. Uh, Sean Foyt says, once again, it's the system trying to bring down the creative juices. <laughs> and then they posted, guys, I've been memed. Oh, nice. They did the Britney meme. Like, why yeah. can't they leave Britney Just alone? Just leave Danae alone. But it's, why can't they leave Danae alone? I've never been so excited. <laughs> I, You can't meme yourself. That's just weird. It's like giving yourself a nickname. It is. You yeah. have to wait for it. Right. I, I have officially been memed. I'm proud of you. Guys, thank you so much. It's, it's, I, no one forgets their first time being memed. I'm so I'm so happy. <laughs> Mine was when I tried to do an Eldridge knot on my tie. I memed you. And you memed me. And and no one knows that I did it. that. Was yeah. the My Little Pony the first time you got a uh, gift? Yes. I can't find that gift anywhere. Good. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, there we go. Let's not spend too much more time on that thing that you don't need to know that happened <laughs> a long don't time we ago. Gift. We mean Jift, right? We mean Jift. Of course we mean Jift. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thanks for uh, checking out uh, Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating for the show as well. Uh, hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. And That's he is- D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. Did you get some complaints? <laughs> People can't find you. That's why Jonathan's not my Twitter handle because everybody would put an H in there. <laughs> That's right. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins without an H, Danae Hughes with a little Asante goo. No, no, it's not. There's no Asante goo. There isn't? Not on Twitter. Oh, no, I'm not doing Twitter. I was just doing your name. Oh. <laughs> I'm just making a joke about you guys have names that people misspell. I went back to Discord. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And myself. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Oh, no. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BehindTheSendsPod at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. Danae, you seem stressed. Shut up! (laughs) I felt in that moment that I had all this energy just built up and I just sort of like blasted it out. Like if I was, if I was a, uh, an elemental bender, you know, like on the whole, like, what was that TV show? The Last Airbender. Yeah, but like, I felt like I was a firebender there and it was like this fireball that just shot out Mm -hmm. of me. I'm singed. Are you? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My soul is singed. Do you need some salve? My spirit needs some ibuprofen. It's so funny. You're so sensitive, and I'm such a horrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting to be Skyped by Aaron and Danae. I enjoy my getting Skyped on Monday mornings. It's a good way to start the week, and it's not as painful of a process as 
people make it out to be. Sometimes the Skypes even feel nice. I ain't worried about a thing, pretty mama. I ain't worried about a thing. <laughs> that has to do with STDs. It does, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about something I know something about now? <laughs> what, STDs? You yeah. know something about I'm STDs? Back to the table. Yeah. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> What are you talking? What you got? Yeah. What do you literally, Danae? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized, come on, let's do it. Is not a great. Uh... This is exactly what you say to a first-time sex partner. Come on, mm-hmm. let's do it. What do you got? Uh, that should be part of the conversation. <laughs> That's right. I saw some some statistic about the amount of sex partners that you have, and like as as there's like a chart. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of go over on the chart and see um, your likelihood of having an STD. Yeah, yeah, which is why I say I'm a statistical anomaly because <laughs> you have had a few sex partners. Statistically, I should probably have more uh-huh. than normal, none. more than none, <laughs> <laughs> more than none. Can I, can we just bef- before we get started? Props to you for that editing on uh. that part of the podcast. That was much, yeah, that made it a lot more entertaining than the actual, although the conversation itself and the way you worked it in the outtakes was oh, good. It was so good. Yeah. I, I felt like so I got hard. everything in there that I wanted people to, to laugh at, you know, yeah. like it's, it I think it worked great. out fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the response to it, you know, it was equally funny for people who are listening, but for those who are part of the conversation, the three of us mm-hmm. to hear that, like all of a sudden the elevator music just start. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. I loved it. Next evolution is we we all launch our own individual shows. <laughs> uh huh. We have oh, a, solo podcasting. We have a a podcast network with like uh, twenty different shows, but it's all the six of us in just different combinations. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and now this is Jonathan and I's show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this one's Jonathan, Jeremy, and Chris. <laughs> no, I'm assuming there will be a live behind the scenes at Sin Week, uh, probably with all six of us. Maybe not. Maybe this year we'll just do like live recordings of the podcast with just like the members of those teams. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it'll go. You'll be like, screw you, A-team. You're not invited. <laughs> That's right. You're not invited to our podcast recording. You're good at the maths. How many would that be? Oh, man. I'd have to figure. There's so many. I mean, it's exponential, right? Because you've got all the four-person teams. You've got all the five-person teams. Right. You've got all the one six-person teams. <laughs> yeah. So how, but- <laughs> how would you figure that out with maths? Well, there are equations. All right. Let's uh, see if Google knows what it's doing. We don't do research on generally. This show. It's six times. Is it six times five times four times three times two? Man, I'm not the math person. So I think. I, I think know. that's how. That's you my f- wife and daughter. I think that's how you figure out combinations. Is you just go. So you know how you, when you do math equations for school, it's mm-hmm. like Johnny went to the store with two watermelons uh-huh. and they were traveling on a train at 75 miles per hour. <laughs> what time did they arrive in Denmark? You had the watermelon train problem too. <laughs> So to I, Denmark? I literally went to Google and said, if I had six people on a podcast network. <laughs> if this makes it into the outtakes. Oh, come on. We'll see. This is brilliant you know, content. Exciting, exciting math outtake this week, guys. <laughs> Get out those calculators. It's going to be excellent. Can we also talk about my $100 bill? My husband gave me 100 bucks. Like a $100 bill? Yeah. He was like, hey, this is for all the hard work you've been doing around the house. I've been gone a lot. Here's $100. Because he go, he like went on this trip, and they paid him $500 to go on this trip. Mm-hmm. It's, uh-huh. it's his whole thing. Yeah. So he put took part of what he made doing this project, and he gave me part of it. And I was uh-huh. like, cool, I can spend this on whatever. So I, I folded it in half, put it into my bag, and I have not. I It's like a $100 bill is the hardest thing to decide to break. Because it's so cool to have a $100 bill. 
Did he did he leave it on the dresser? I'm <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure how you should feel about this. Here you go, girl. Thanks for keeping the house clean. Hey, I love getting money, <laughs> so I didn't question it. I thought now it let's was head really to nice. the bedroom. I, <laughs> that would have been different. <laughs> I've had this $100 bill for like two weeks. And I think of all the things I could spend on it, right? I could get a new bag. I could get clothes. Mm-hmm. I could go to the store and get that $50 perfume that I can't like bring myself to buy. You could you could get that DNA test you've always wanted to do. The STD test we talked about <laughs> no, earlier? No, okay. no one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you there's could fill all... up your car with gas. Yeah, uh, exactly. Stuff. No, so, so today, I, for whatever reason, I left my debit card at home. That was dumb. And I didn't have any cash. So I broke my freaking $100 bill at Sonic. <laughs> getting a tea and tots. So this is what I Googled. Math equation help, comma. Six combining or six people combining groups. Yes. And it's 720. I found it. Nice. I feel so smart right now. Like I'm dumb in math, but I'm so smart in Google searches. So we would have 720 podcasts on our network. Yes. Just of different combinations of people. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. That sounds like, (laughs) we would sounds like hell. How would we ever get anything done? My equation was right. The equation I said, six six times five times four times three times two. I cannot believe I pulled that out of the recesses of my brain. Uh, you are, uh, this is going to sound like I just think you're the greatest guy ever. You're the greatest guy ever. <laughs> you're so smart. Your brain constantly You should give him $100. Me. That's right. I don't have it. <laughs> you should give him $97. <laughs> I quit soda probably about 15 years ago. Um, Good for you. Technically, I've never drank soda. Uh, I drank a little bit of pop. Um, but uh, I don't know what the soda is you guys are talking about. <laughs> so uh... <laughs> whatever, Michigan boy. The guys in in the uh, syncast were talking about ranting about the chicken wars on Twitter or whatever because yeah. you know the Popeyes and we don't Chick-fil-A talk about that and, show on the show. And <laughs> I know we don't. That's why it's in the outtakes. Um... <laughs> they also had a rant about uh, traffic. Yeah, and I immediately was like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you." Was that, was that this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is this week's. This is weird. It's probably like it's some even worse here in the Ozarks. Cosmic lineup, but I was actually going to complain at some point in time about every, and I didn't know that it was. I thought it was maybe because I'm a female or whatever. I don't know. But every freaking four way stop, somebody's waving me through, and I'm like, God. Just I just go now. Freaking, I I do too. I've just decided to be the guy that goes even when it's not my turn me because too. everybody is just waiting for everybody else, and I'm just like, I'll go because somebody's got to go. It's it's like if we did this for open doors at grocery stores, nobody would go into a store. <laughs> We'd all just be sitting there going, no, 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 you, no, you, no, Oh, you. and let me no, add, you. let me add on to this rant. Mm-hmm. So there's a new roundabout by our high school and people don't know how to do roundabouts here. No. Somebody was stopped in the roundabout <gasps> waiting for people to come out. No! <laughs> <laughs> What's the intersection that actually started in Springfield where it goes on the opposite side? Yeah. I, I don't know what the technical term for it is, but where you're going on to the highways. It's an expressway exit idea where basically you switch sides over the expressway so that every turn on and off the expressway is, is a, right a right turn. turn. Yeah. So it kind of keeps traffic going smoothly. Mm-hmm. Well, Springfield, Missouri was, I think, one of the first in the nation to the try first. it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. And now we have several. Mm-hmm. But that first, I don't know, six, eight months... People were literally driving the wrong way on it. And even though there's so many signs and it's pretty obvious. And, and that's scary because yeah, there's literally nowhere for anyone to go until yeah. somebody decides to back up and, and, and 
It's a genius idea, and it works it really, really well. It's called the Diverging Diamond. Diverging Diamond, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and people have started adopting it in different places, but it does but take some getting used to. there's always that one idiot. Yeah. Listen, if we can't get four-way stops at this point in time, it <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of interchange we're talking about. Someone's going to well, just do it wrong. Eventually, it's not going to matter because all the cars are going to be driving themselves and communicating with each other, and it's it's going to be beautiful. And, or, so. and, and they're going to be our bosses. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's it is shut. Sorry, Jonathan. Can, can you open it up? I'm starting to sweat. I didn't close it. <laughs> I, I know. I, I closed it a little bit last week. Uh, yeah, and I don't have clothes to take off. So, I mean, I have clothes to take off. I just mean, <laughs> that, that I just mean one, if I take off my shirt, it's skin. If I take off my pants, it's skin. So, uh, let's get that thing open. So, you're also a commando is what you're saying. Yeah, for like 10 years. I haven't worn underwear in like 10 years. That's a true statement? That is a true statement. Um, I just found, uh, like, I keep myself clean. Like, <laughs> God, you know, Harry! like. Is this so? I decided yesterday, I don't care if people know. Like, I, because it's. it's yesterday you decided this? I, well, because I had a conversation with my son. Oh, okay. My, my son and I got caught out in the rain playing disc golf. We go play disc golf every Sunday now, and it's a blast. It's one of my favorite things to do with him. And we got caught in the rain on the last hole, and we did this thing where we decided to finish the hole anyway, and we're running through like this pouring storm trying to finish this last hole. So we're drenched. And so he's like, hey, you want me to throw your clothes in the washer with mine? And I was like, yeah. And so he's like, well, where are your underwear? And I was like, well, I don't wear them. <laughs> he's like, you don't? <laughs> I always wore a t-shirt and I always wore underwear up until about 10 years ago. And I just had this revelation where I was just like, why? Mm. Like, what? Like, why am I dirtying extra clothes? Why am I, you know, it's why yeah, am I, I mean, you're saving money. Uh, yeah. You're saving water. So, so now you're covered in scabs. <laughs> that is not true. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say scabies. I said scabs. My skin is beautiful. <laughs> they didn't have the opening in the front. And I didn't find that out. I went to a public restroom and I was like, what, what are we doing here? Like, why would you make these? <laughs> All of a sudden you got to go over the fence instead of through the gate. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm just going to have to take over and have a rage moment myself because <laughs> if, if you want to talk about uncomfortable situations in bathrooms, a female experience oh, no, no, no. is going to trump yeah, it no matter what. <laughs> Do you under, like the worst thing? I just, you know, went traveling and like every airport bathroom, they have like those high powered toilets so that it yes. like sucks down anyone's nasty that they leave behind mm -hmm. so it's like but what happens is it ends, ends up sort of like shooting water out too and so not only is the floor wet so if you're wearing loose clothes you're going to get toilet water on the floor on your clothes but also Ugh. you have to sit on it <laughs> so before you go to the bathroom you have to take it off and then you have to like create some sort of crazy barrier between your hand and like the toilet seat you have to wipe the toilet seat off then go to the bathroom getting your clothes wet from the floor and then also be in the stall with everything that you've brought with you while you're traveling your luggage your bag whatever oh, I know. then no then, no you, then, you got it way then, worse then you I'm have not to get you go over to the, the sink the sink is covered in water because nobody cleans up after themselves so then you like lean forward and your shirt touches the edge of of the thing and then there's just you're soaked you now have toilet water on your pants you have whatever water on your shirt Oh, you've got a convict in the plane with you. And you spilled <laughs> coffee on your dress already. You look a hot mess. People, I've heard women talk about having to go to the bathroom with a jumper on. Jumpers are cute. But then you have to take the whole thing off to go You're to the bathroom. You're sitting completely naked on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> those, are the, those are the consequences of the decision that you've made to wear a jumper. <laughs> We're not. just going to do outtakes the podcast. Outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 